G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Essentially every species of life on earth, from bacteria to people, can be infected with little replication machines called viruses. They're not alive in the traditional sense, but they're capable of hijacking the cellular machinery of living things and forcing them to make copies of the virus. Coronavirus, the COVID-19, has disrupted daily life all around the world. So how should we, as Christian believers, think about viruses as a part of creation? And how should we respond? When God created the world, what was he thinking? Well, there is a new brochure that's been released. It's available for download online. I'll tell you how you can do that. It's free. Uh, They're also available for purchase as well if you need a hard copy of some tracts to hand around to people in your community, in your network. Well, it helps explain the points that uh, people would need to understand about viruses and leading to the gospel of Jesus Christ. The team at Creation Ministries have been adjusting to the new normal and how we understand the confronting issues of today in light of the timeless Word of God. Don Batten is the Managing Director at Creation Ministries International. Don is joining us over this next hour. Don Batten, special welcome along to 2020. Hello, Neil. You're looking well. You're looking well, too. I, I'm used to having you in the studio, Don. I got you on the phone today, and, of course, uh, you're affected like everybody. You've got a skeleton crew working the office. A lot of your team are working from home, but uh, while you can't meet people face-to-face, you can't address the hundreds of meetings that you have each year. Uh, you've still got uh, all of your production staff working very hard. Well, it seems like we're working harder than ever because um, we were hoping to, well, aiming to do 470 ministry events around Australia and Singapore this year. And uh, of course, we had to contact all those meetings that have been arranged and uh, reschedule them for later in the year. Or uh, some of them we're doing, or a lot of them are actually doing online. So we've had to crank up our ability to do online meetings, which uh, when you're presenting uh, visual material and so on, it's not just a matter of having a voice like on the radio, uh, which is hard enough, as you know, Uh, but uh, when you want to convey visual material, yes, things like Zoom and uh, Microsoft Teams and so on and Skype and these, uh, we're blessed actually to have these platforms to do this sort of thing. I mean, if this had happened um, perhaps 15 years ago, um, we wouldn't have the ability to do anything much. Uh, we wouldn't be, wouldn't be able to do ministry at all uh, in terms of uh, getting out and uh, 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 you know, helping people think about these issues. You raise a really important point and something that I think uh, some will really capture a hold of. When you've got church streaming into the living rooms of homes all around the nation from various local churches, uh, sometimes the thought that uh, we can't have any guest speakers 
but of course you can have guest speakers and this is what you're revving up right now in that sense Don is that uh, yes you can still have a creation speaker and uh, that can be part of your regular streaming activities on a Sunday Exactly, yes, and uh, that's what we're doing. So we've uh, rearranged quite a few meetings to be online and uh, we've also ramped up. We're doing, like tonight, we're doing an online event, a live online event uh, with um, uh, Jim Whitehall from Sydney. So uh, he's uh, we're presenting a talk that he we've recorded of his previously and then he's having a Q&A afterwards so people can come online and and ask their questions, and there can be some interaction, and uh, people are really appreciating that. We've, we're, we've already done a few of those, and uh, they've been highly appreciated. We've had sort of a, you know, a hundred, two hundred people online uh, with uh, these these events. So, yeah, the technology is enabling us to do this, and we praise God for the ability to do that. And as you say, when you were aiming at 470 events just this year, that gives listeners a idea of the context and the size and the demand for the sort of service that you offer in bringing your thoughts and teaching on this issue of creation versus evolution. Let's turn our attention to viruses today, Don. Uh, viruses, little microscopic um, little well, then I was going to say creatures, but they're not. They're actually not alive. Uh, no, take us and tell us all about your. As we get a starting point here, if we talk about God and viruses. Uh, how do we start off? Yeah, just uh, they're actually tiny. They're so tiny they're much smaller than bacteria. So uh, bacteria, you need a microscope to see them. Well, with viruses, you need an electron microscope to see them, or something like that, which. Uh, they're so tiny, and uh, the picture you see of the coronavirus with this thing sticking out of it all around it, um, that's actually what it looks like under an electron microscope or uh, something of that power to be able to see it. Um, and the outside of it's actually uh, lipid or so, well, not lipid, but fat, you know. And this is why, um, and all those little things sticking out of it, all parts of the fat that actually surrounds the uh, virus, and inside the fat, is uh, RNA, which is a type of, um, um, you know, like DNA. And um, the RNA codes for the components of the virus. Now, people, you only ever hear of viruses normally as bad things. You know, they cause hepatitis and they cause um, AIDS and they cause uh, uh, colds and they cause influenza and then now we've got coronavirus and there was SARS a few years ago and MERS. And all these things are caused by nasty viruses. So people think of them as being all nasty, but in fact the vast majority of the viruses are actually beneficial. You say, how can that be? Well, in our gut we have more bacteria than we have of our own cells. In us and on us are more bacteria than we have of our own cells, can you believe? Because the bacteria are so much smaller than our cells again. Um, And these bacteria are being found to be very, very important for our health. And... Uh, they they keep our gut healthy. They generate some vitamins and things that we need, and um, and they have a very beneficial role. But the thing is, the bacteria, of course, reproduce quite readily. Uh, but what keeps them in check so that they don't get out of hand? Well, these little, little viruses are actually there, keeping the bacteria in check, so there are not too many of them. And there's actually more viruses than there are bacteria. <laughs> Well, okay, well, just dwell on that for a moment, uh, because when we talk about, as you said, whenever you're talking about viruses, it's usually bad ones, but if there are millions of types of viruses, uh, the majority of those are all actually good. 
Yeah. And in fact, you look, look back to what the Bible says. Originally, when God created everything, he said when he finished creating everything on the day six of creation, at the end of day six, he said everything was very good. And of course, uh, when we see disease and suffering and people dying from the virus, that's not good. Where did that come from? Well, that came about after people, after the first people rebelled against God and sinned. And, uh, and he warned them that death would come. And death and suffering came because of sin. And so when we look at the death and suffering in the world, we should say, well, how bad is sin? And, uh, and of course, Jesus came and healed people because the Messiah would undo the effects of this curse that came through sin. And so the healing ministry of Jesus was, was amplifying the fact that he was undoing the effect of sin that came there at the beginning. And uh, so, and of course, in the future, there'll be no death, no suffering, no sickness, no pain. These things will be gone with the new heavens and new earth. So this is the big picture from the Bible. But then, where do where do the where do these bad viruses come from? Well, it seems like uh, it's not fully known yet. But the evidence is mounting that they are like escapees. They've gone rogue. They're, they're things that had positive uh, uh, role in the in the environment in us and in everything uh, but they've gone rogue they've got they've uh, some mutations have occurred which have actually destroyed their original good purpose and now they're infective and they cause disease now one little example of this is um, in our cells is a thing called uh, syncytin and it's just like a virus in fact it's manufactured in the cell and exported outside the cell and in in females actually is absolutely essential for pregnancy so this this uh, this is like a little messenger that's sent from the cells to the to the uterus to actually cause the development of placenta and the development of the of the baby in the in the uterus and without it there's no pregnancy so this is actually made by our cells it looks like a virus but it's actually uh, very essential for life and for reproduction. So uh, something like that goes rogue and becomes infectious and then you, you end up with a, an infectious virus comes from within our cells and not come... And uh, so this is what's probably happening with the origin of these ba- uh, bad viruses. Don, I've got a question on our Facebook post today. Uh, that's uh, facebook.com forward slash vision radio. And I'm asking listeners to respond to a question. And, and oftentimes I say there's no right or wrong answers. But what it does is give us some real time ways that we can keep up with what listeners are thinking as we go through a conversation like we are today. Well, the question today is, can a bad coronavirus be part of a good creation? And uh, with listeners responding yes or no, and then the opportunity to make a comment and uh, say why they think that. Uh, Let me give you an early uh, update on how the numbers look. 65% are saying yes, a bad coronavirus can be part of a good creation. 35% are saying no. And uh, what I'm hearing from you is that a bad coronavirus is part of a good creation, but something went astray. And I'm interested in the fact that you're connecting when bad things like this happen to the idea of sin that we understand from the book of Genesis. I wonder if there's anything more we can just talk about there to bring some clarity for listeners who might be wondering about that. 
Yeah, well, you look at Genesis chapter 3 and uh, where God uh, met them in the garden and he said, um, you know, now you'll die from dust to dust. And that, so you came from the dust, I made you from the dust, and you returned to the dust. In other words, physical death came about because of sin. And there are several other things that I mentioned there. Thorns and thistles would grow uh, because of sin and there would be increased pain in childbirth. And so these, these are just little um, vignettes, if you like, little windows on wholesale changes to the whole uh, physical order of creation that things are now out of whack uh, because God has withdrawn some of his sustaining power from his creation and the consequences of sin flow then into the whole of creation so they're not just affecting people but the whole of creation and so the whole of creation is going to be redeemed in the future. There'll be new heavens and new earth, and the last three chapters of Revelation talk about this. So like the three, first three chapters of Genesis and the last three chapters of Revelation are like the, like the covers of the book, if you like, and everything else in between connects these two things together. Um, so the viruses and things would have originally had their good purpose in the original good creation, as we've been talking about, they keep in check the bacteria in our gut and so on to make sure they don't get out of hand, uh, and so on uh, but then after the fall after Adam and Eve sinned and the death and suffering came into the world God withdrew some of his sustaining power then these things like mutations occurring in the good viruses can change them into bad viruses that actually cause disease and so things like the ones we mentioned are a consequence of the fall um, of the origin of sin and death in the world through sin through Adam and Eve Okay, so uh, the rogue virus is something that we could connect uh, with the idea that God withdraws his sustainability on the goodness of creation because of the rebellion of the human heart uh, that we'd read about in Adam and Eve. It's a different and big dimension uh, that we can really introduce here in a significant way that helps us to understand just how significant and value our faith is because when we talk about having faith in Christ, uh, redemption of the individual, redemption of the creation, and uh, you know, obviously looking forward to times where there's a new heaven and a new earth. But this whole focus that we have on Jesus Christ makes all the difference because that's the turning point where things can change. Absolutely. And as I said, that's why Jesus was around healing people because he was undoing the effects of the fall of the curse that came upon the creation because of sin. So he came to redeem, to actually pay the price for the sin, to overturn the effects of the, of the curse that came through through sin. And of course, then there's a new heavens and new earth in the future. So the whole of creation will re- be redeemed through the wonderful work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it puts a cosmic dimension, if you like, to what he did. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a huge thing, absolutely huge. Wow, it is huge, and when you explain it like that, uh, when Jesus was able to heal people, he was demonstrating that he had power to overturn the curse that came through sin. And uh, Mm. where we see those sicknesses and diseases, uh, this miraculous power of God that came through Christ uh, was showing that he was able to turn around what had come with sin in the beginning. I imagine, and, you know, people do get healed today. Uh, There's something in that that really says that God with us uh, is able to do those sorts of things continuously. Amen. Amen. Yes, uh, the power of God is still there, and uh, He hasn't changed. 
and uh, so people people today we see miraculous healings today um yeah okay let's move on here and uh, talk about these viruses they attach themselves to a cell and it's a little bit like they're doing a break and enter here uh, they attach That's themselves to the cell and then they reproduce inside the cell and when there's hundreds of them it sort of bursts the cell and then they're on the loose and so it's not just one rogue virus it's turned into hundreds or thousands maybe millions that- that's correct, yes. Many, many, many of them. So they, they basically attach themselves to the cell and then they inject their um, nucleic acid, their RNA or DNA, and in the case of the coronavirus, it's RNA. They inject it into the cell and then the cell, um, the cell mechanisms that actually normally make what, you know, for example, our cells normally make proteins that our cells need and that we need, like growing hair and regenerating our skin and all sorts of other things, making blood cells, um, all these things are happening, but the the virus hijacks that mechanism and makes its own components using our our mechanisms and uh, the cells in our cells. So, so all the different components are involved in making our proteins, like the ribosomes and so on, and all the different transfer RNAs. All these things are made by our cells, but the virus hijacks them to make their own components, and then they assemble inside the cell. And as you say, when there's enough of them, the cell then bursts and releases them all, and they go and infect other cells, and so you get this uh, disease that follows from it. Visions 2020 with Neil Johnson. A biblical perspective on life, culture, and current events. Our talkback line open, 1-800-316-316. You might have a question, you might have a comment. Our special guest is Dr. Don Batten. He's Managing Director of Creation Ministries International. Don, before we take any calls, I mentioned a tract that you've got out. You've responded quickly and you've made this available for listeners today. It's called The Coronavirus Catastrophe. Am I Going to Die? Now... It sounds, uh, that sounds a little extreme, but then this is an extreme time. So you've, uh, you've approached uh, these issues around viruses in this new tract. Give us a little insight into, uh, into what's in this tract. Uh, well, people are dying, of course, and uh, uh, we're blessed in Australia in the sense that um, the action taken by our governments has uh, resulted in, in a low death rate compared to some countries. Uh, I was looking at it yesterday, and our death rate's now less than 1.5%, which um, uh, that is the people who've recovered uh, from the uh, virus. And uh, so 1.5%, less than 1.5%, which is which is probably better than anybody else has done in the world. So we've done well. And uh, praise God for good leadership from our government authorities and so on. And uh, people have cooperated and people have looked after one another, which has been wonderful. Um, but it means our hospitals haven't been overrun, and that means that people have been, that have needed help have been able to get it. So uh, that, that's been good. But nevertheless, people still have died, and some of us might, might know somebody, maybe one of our friends or relatives has been affected by it. So... So it is a time uh, people are worried and um, and it's a time when people look at things like their eternal destiny. If you, if you die, what happens? Uh, so it's a time when we Christians can have an opportunity to share the gospel with people. So people can be more open to the things of God when death could be around the corner. So these are opportunities that we as Christians can take to share the gospel with people and give them hope and and uh, hope for eternity and not only hope 
but an assurance of their eternity that they know where they're going and they know they'll be safe for eternity. You know, uh, people are looking for relevant resources right now and uh, this new tract that you've released, The Coronavirus Catastrophe, and listeners today can download a PDF file of that absolutely free. There's no cost. Uh, Some people will say, what I really like is uh, a hard copy track that I can hand to someone or pop into a letterbox. Uh, You've got uh, some tracks too that people can buy for as little as 20 cents each. A uh, thousand copies comes down to about fifteen cents each, and I'll just point people now to creation dot com, uh, where they can get a hold of this new tract. It's called the Coronavirus Catastrophe, and I'll mention that again uh, before the end of our conversation as well. Don, lots of people calling in. Let's take a call or two, shall we? Let's sure. first of all hear from Julie, who is in Outback Queensland. Hi, Julie. Welcome. Oh, hello, Neil. Um, thank you for taking the call. Um. I would like to ask the doctor a a very pertinent question to my life. What can you tell me of the infections of scrub typhus and Lyme-like illness? Are they viral or bacterial? Uh, Not sure if Don is going to be, uh, if that's your area of expertise, but uh, Don, Uh, what's... Not uh, not really. I'm not not a medical doctor. uh, My PhD is actually in plant biology. um, Oh, okay. I missed the beginning of the program. But no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't comment on that. I mean, the Lyme's disease is a real um, um, a controversial issue. You know, there's uh, medical authorities saying it's not in Australia, and yet I sort of think there's a fair bit of evidence it is here. Um, and uh, and that's the sort of area which I'm not an expert on, and uh, I'd probably rather not comment too much on it. Well, Unfortunately, <laughs> I am an expert. I've been very ill for the past several years after having many tick bites. Okay. Uh, with scrub typhus, the pathology for, and of course the doctor didn't even bother doing the blood test for the Lyme-like illness as they have changed the testing criteria. So the tests come back negative in Australia, but if you go overseas, the tests do come back positive. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so well, in terms t- of coronavirus, you're well-placed, though, because you're out in Western Queensland. You're probably separated from everybody. Well, you'll be, it's you'll no, be doing no fine as far as it goes. Life. Um, I have been isolated for many years because of the infections. The Lyme-like illness causes excessive allergy, which I had a pre-existing condition of having some excess sensitivity to start with. I came out back to get hot, dry, fresh air and get over all that and uh, get healthy again. The Lord had helped me have 90% health in the past and I knew I could do it again. But the bushwalking didn't work out with all the tick bite. I got sicker and sicker. Friends convinced me to basically give everything away, load the car and go back east. To I had appointments with the best medical people for my situation. But the family I grew up with um, were my grandparents and they had passed on and my birth family have let me down. I did not get the right medical appointments often enough. Julie... I wonder if we can take a few moments here and if you're happy, uh, are you happy if I pray for you for a moment? That is why I rang. I've been begging the Lord to destroy these diseases within me and to take these allergies and sensitivities because of this illness. I have no furniture. I have no bedding. I have to move from house to house. I keep getting too allergic, inverted commas, to what the neighbours are up to. 
my life is a living nightmare. Okay, Julie, let me pray for you, and uh, and there'll be others who might see themselves in the same light as you are, and uh, it's a pretty severe circumstance. Let me pray. Loving God, we thank you for Julie. Lord, that you have brought her this far, that she's maintained her faith in you, even though she's faced the hardships of having this disease. Lord, even as we think of Julie and those others listening to us today who are also fighting off the effects of a dreadful disease, Lord, we ask for your intervention, for your healing power to come now, that by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, just as Jesus was able to heal people when he walked on the earth, overturning this curse that came through sin, Lord, we today ask in the name of Jesus that you bring your healing power for Julie and for others who are suffering at this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Julie, thank you so much for your call. Uh, we'll continue on with our conversation, but thank you very much for joining us today on 2020. Uh, Don, let's take another call. Uh, just uh, not too long out from news, so let's be quick with this one. Let's hear from Rosemary in Melbourne. Hi, Rosemary. Good morning, Neil. Morning, Rosemary. Very quickly, what are your thoughts today? Um, well, first of all, I'm thinking God, Jesus, is our healer. So... Um, because he himself is everything and joy and a cheerful heart is a good medicine and he is joy just whoever anybody is just the way he has for you just turning and thinking about him and learning about him Um, and I'm thinking of Pastor Greg Laurie um, our disability is God's ability where many that woman who was dying but she could think and while she was dying she prayed for people and suddenly she heard a voice go and walk and she did (laughs) that we've heard on vision all these stories now rosemary wonderful sin and the effects of sin and it creates opportunity to share the love of christ Uh, don a very quick comment for rosemary um yeah amen Um, a cheerful heart is uh good medicine and uh and the proverbs and uh and of course, the Apostle Paul said, you know, in in his weakness, Christ is made uh, made more obvious. You know, the uh, power of God becomes more obvious when we are not trusting ourselves. And so, uh, so in many of these things, we come to actually appreciate uh, the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, to do what we can't do. And uh, so we can praise God in these things. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Rosemary. And we'll continue our conversation after Vision National News. Dr. Don Batten is the Managing Director of Creation Ministries International. He is our guest. Don, before we take any more calls, calls, let me just, uh, let me just ask you to take us through some of the headings in this brochure we're talking about. Uh, give us some idea of the outline of what the brochure has in it. Mm. So um, just first of all, uh, on the website, you can download a printable version of the, the uh, brochure, which you can print your own. Um, but of course, if you want copies, um, you know, hundreds of them, uh, it'd be cheaper to actually buy them from us because the cost of ink of your own printer at home is going to amount up to quite a bit. So, um, so you can buy them in quantity, or you can print your own, or you can just uh, share them electronically with people. That way, you're socially socially distancing. Uh, but uh, anyway, there's different ways of sharing them. But in the uh, in the brochure, um, what are viruses? Neil just talked about that bit of it. Um, are they all bad? We've talked about that before the news, um, and we talked about how they're beneficial. And in fact, uh, there's, a, there's a little factoid here which might um, 
might be a bit scary for some people, that it's estimated that 100 million viruses rain down on every square metre of Earth every day. Hmm. And clearly, uh, most viruses are harmless, otherwise everybody would be sick all the time. So uh, the, most of the viruses are actually doing a good thing. They're, they're important in the ecology, they're important in us, as we talked about earlier. So next next heading is, so where did vi- bad viruses come from? It talks about how they arose after good, God created them very good, uh, but they uh, some of them went rogue. Uh, how did we get this new coronavirus? Where did it come from? Should I be worried? Uh, how should I behave during the crisis? And as a Christian, of course, our role in the world is to be uh, salt and light and uh, to uh, bless people as Jesus blessed people. And so uh, we can uh, be on the lookout for people that might need some help and encouragement. And then uh, why did why did Jesus heal people? And who is, who is Jesus? And then the final word and talks about how uh, eternal life is so important, in the, especially in the context of when you think, about you will die eventually, whether by, by by coronavirus or later on, or by something else. And uh, so, it's a very good uh, tract to give to people, little brochure, and uh, and it presents the gospel, it introduces people to Jesus and how relevant he is in this context. Well, honour to you, Don Batten, and the team at Creation Ministries uh, for creating something so relevant, so current right now, because sometimes we think of handing a tract to a friend and wondering whether they'll just throw that into the circular file. But this is a tract people will read right now because they are concerned and uh, they are anxious about coronavirus. The tract is called The Coronavirus Catastrophe, and you can get it from creation.com. Download your free PDF version. And as Don mentioned too, they are for sale in, you know, if you want a bundle of a thousand of these, if you want to drop them into letterboxes all around your community, uh, as, as little as 15 cents each, you can get them uh, from Creation Ministries. I'll mention that website uh, too just before the end of our conversation. Our talkback line is open. You might have your own thoughts on viruses. You might be uh, having your own thoughts too on our Facebook question today. Can a bad coronavirus be part of a good creation? The answer, yes or no, and your opportunity there in the comments to give your reason why. Uh, Let's take another call, Don. Let's hear from Jason in South Australia. Hello, Jason. Thanks for waiting so patiently. Yes, that's fine. Jason, what are your Uh, thoughts? My my thoughts are um, fear is not a bad thing if it causes you to seek out the the right remedy. Your fear will stop you from falling off a cliff as well as and fear. If, if the virus, any kind of sickness, causes you to take stock and think about your eternity, is a good outcome for it. And I, and I think it's Romans 8, 28 or 26, um, proved, um, said that anything bad, um, God can use for good. When what we think is bad, God, God might think is actually good. Very significant thought you're bringing here because you're talking about fear. Now, fear can come from an awful awful lot of different uh, areas of life. 
you're talking about the fear that can come from the fear of dying, dying because of a coronavirus. And if we're talking about what the dimensions are here, it's not just a matter of a health issue. It's not just the matter of a virus that can cause death, but it's what comes with that virus. And for everyone who has it or not, and that is fear. And fear can actually have a spiritual connection here. Uh, Don Batten, what are your thoughts for Jason around his thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Jason's correct. And, um, you know, things aren't outside God's control. This what's happening in the world today. There's a whole lot of shaking going on, you might say. Uh, um, and the shaking is shaking people out of their complacency. And uh, people have been, you know, our own country has really lost its way in many respects. Uh, you know, in uh, state governments have passed these dreadful abortion laws in recent years. And uh, during the coronavirus problems in New Zealand, the government over there rushed through equally extreme abortion laws to uh, allow the abortion of babies up to term. You know, this is just evil, rank evil, and yet uh, this is what our country's come to, and uh, we've turned our back on God in big measure, and we're not honouring him, and this sort of thing is the sort of thing that should cause people to take stock, as you say, and to say, where, where have we gone wrong, what's happening, uh, where is God in this, and uh, God... is so many times in the Old Testament we see the children of Israel went off track, um, they abandoned God. And what happened? Things went belly up. Their country uh, really went really bad. Droughts and uh, invasion of uh, enemies and taken off to uh, in exile and, and all sorts of horrible things happened because they turned their back on God. And we're done, we've done that. And we're seeing consequences of that as a nation and as nations that once honoured God. Uh, so you're right, absolutely right, Jason, that... This is the sort of thing that can cause people to take stock and say, uh, where are we going? Where am I going? Uh, not looking at somebody else, but what about me? A- am I honouring God in my life? A- am I living as he would have me live? Uh, am, I, am I right with God? Uh, have I been forgiven for my sin? Is he going to judge me for my sin? Uh, these are questions that we should be taking stock of at this time. Thank you so much, Jason, for your call. Our talkback line open, 1-800-316-316. Lots of people have responded on our Facebook question today. Don, uh, I'll go through a whole bunch of these. Uh, you pick out anything you want to comment on, but I'll go through these as quickly as I can and mention as many names as I can. Maz says uh, to the question, of course, the question, can a bad coronavirus be part of a good creation? Maz says yes and no. No, because coronavirus itself isn't a good creation but we also know that all things work together for good Uh, julie says i said no because a good creation as god created it was perfect and without disease chris says no definitely not from god this virus was planned in a lab to steal kill and destroy carolyn says god can bring good out of any bad situation for his glory and purpose You've got a comment from Joe who says it's not part of the good creation. On the sixth day, God looked at what he'd made and it was very good. It was only after Adam brought sin into the world that God cursed the world. Lucy says God allowed, uh, God allowed uh, is different to God created. And of course, uh, then there's Michael who says, I heard it said once that when God made snakes, they already came with venom. 
but it wouldn't be poisonous until after the fall. Maybe God made bacteria, but it wouldn't have been harmful until afterwards. Uh, there's plenty more of those, but uh, any of those catch your imagination, Don, uh, yeah, so far well, as listeners? Yeah, people are thinking thinking uh, scripturally, they're thinking biblically, which is, which is good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'd echo a lot of those comments, and... Uh, but I would say the, these things um, in God's purview, and uh, God is not outside of God's control. And uh, so we, uh, God's working out His purposes, and uh, different things come to play in that. And uh, we, uh, we, it's it's a wake up call, I think, to us. But uh, many people comment about the fall, and the everything is very good in the beginning. And so um, my answer. To, the question actually is difficult because um, obviously the viruses were part of God's original creation, but not necessarily coronavirus or the one that was causing disease. It wasn't a part of God's original creation. It came about after the fall, and a number of people have commented along those lines, which shows they're thinking biblically, which is wonderful. That's really good. Okay, I'll give you an update on the Facebook poll and how the numbers look. Uh, can a bad coronavirus be part of a good creation? And 71% of people say yes, and 29% of people say no. We're taking calls on 1-800-316-316. Let's take another call. Angela is on the line from South Australia. Hello, Angela, welcome. They're putting me online, could I? Interactive radio in the morning. Angela, hello. What are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. Um, about the coronavirus. Yes. Yeah, I think that um, it's not nice to say, but I think that people have walked away from God, and people have forgotten God, and they've um, built their lives around themselves and forgotten God, and I think this is just something God is using to help people remember him and come back to him. Interesting point there, Angela. What would God do if people walked away and forgot about him? How would he get our attention? Uh, Don Batten, any thoughts for Angela and her thoughts? Uh, absolutely. We've been talking about that exactly. Uh, I think it was Jason who made a similar point. Um, that this is a, a wake-up call from God uh, that, that we've walked away as a nation and as people and as churches and as individuals and uh, and we need to repent uh, and come back uh, to God. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree, absolutely. Angela, thank you so much for your call. 1-800-316-316. To join in our conversation, let's take a call from Frank in Albany Creek in Queensland. Hi, Frank, welcome. Uh, Frank, what are your thoughts? Uh, I, I think um, this is my thought. This is a taste of end times, and um, also the churches need their pull their socks up, and um, all the churches in the world because they forgot about God, and all they think about is filling up the seats. It's better, like Jesus says, you know, make disciples and send them all over the world. But we don't do that. And um, we lost touch with God. That's what I believe. Frank, good thoughts. Uh, response from Don. Yeah, I agree, Frank. You're right. Um, and uh, but as I say, we need to look at ourselves first. Am I right with God? Am I doing? Am I walking with Jesus as I should be? Um, because 
uh, it's easy to point the finger at other people and at the faults of the churches and things, but uh, churches are made up of individual Christians and they're only as good as the Christians in them. And uh, sometimes I meet someone that says, oh, they're looking for a church to join. And I said, oh, you're looking for the perfect church, are you? And I said, well, if you find the perfect church, don't join it because you'll spoil it. <laughs> We're all spoiling our own church. <laughs> but Frank... <laughs> Thank you so much for your insight. We're taking calls, 1-800-316-316. Before we take any more, I just want to note there's something you've got in your latest newsletter update to your supporters just to draw attention to. And you've quoted David Jeremiah, a great Bible teacher, who said in three short months, just like he did with the plagues of Egypt, God has taken away everything we worship. This is how God gets our attention, Don. Yes, indeed. And um, it's probably worth reading uh, what he said. God says, you want to worship athletes? I'll shut down stadiums and arenas. You want to worship musicians? I'll shut down every venue. You want to worship actors? I'll shut down the theatres. You want to worship money? I'll shut down the economy and collapse the stock market. You want to worship your own bodies? I'll close down the gyms. You want to worship your own intellect and congratulate yourself at graduation or close your schools and colleges and universities. You want to place your trust in your friends and not in me? I'll ensure you can't even meet with them physically. God says, uh, you, you want to seek my face and worship me? I will make it so you can't go to church. Wow. So in other words, spend our time with God and get close to him. You might have your own thoughts about that. 1-800-316-316. Our talkback line open. Let's take another call. Mary, welcome. Hello. Mary, what are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are um, how false and how true are our churches. Well, I mean, sometimes we talk about that verse that says judgment starts in the house of God. Uh, I wonder, Don, uh, Mary, and her thought about whether churches may be at fault here. I mean, if we talk about uh, these sorts of things, controversial to talk about a virus like this being like the judgment of God, but uh, perhaps along the lines of who could be at fault with that, and we can talk about a sinful humanity and the church is a part of that, how much would the church bear in responsibility for the judgment of God coming on a nation? Uh, for sure. And uh, one of the sad things is, is the lack of um, the lack of direction coming from the leaders of the major denominations. So, but let's not... Um, again, we can focus on the guys at the top, but uh, we, all, we need to start with ourselves and where we're at and where our churches are at and the churches we're involved with and... Uh, Support the pastors who are doing a good job because there are many of them and there are many voices out there that are calling people to repentance and calling our nation to repentance and there's a great prayer movement going on across the country uh, praying that there will be a repentance a turning to God and um, I, I don't like to point the finger at anybody else and say it's their fault because really is it what's my part in this this is what we should be asking and uh, how do I need to repent? How do I need to get right with God and be part of the solution rather than looking at you know, what's wrong with everybody else? Uh, great insight. Thank you so much, Mary. And, uh, of course, just picking up on that for a moment because 
very easy to allocate blame. Everyone's trying to find blame right now, pointing the finger at China in a physical, uh, geopolitical sense right now. Uh, while we talk about blame in a spiritual sense, very easy to say, oh, it's those church leaders who aren't performing or uh, whatever happened to the denominational leaders, are they not leading the right way? But as you say, Don Batten, let's just point the finger at ourselves for a moment because the only one we can really truly be responsible for is ourselves. You've got to look at yourself and say, what am, what is this, what is the message here that is being sent to me with coronavirus? Mm, indeed, yeah. Let's take another call. Joan from Woodenbong in New South Wales. Joan, welcome. Hello. Joan, what are your thoughts? Can you speak up? I can hardly hear you. We can hear you fine. Joan, what are your thoughts? Oh, well, I'm crying because I got through and God's dealing with something. I want to share something quickly. That through vision I heard ages ago, there was a one word in Genesis that was translated to the English the wrong way. God said, he didn't say it is good. He said, it works. Okay, interesting perspective there, Don Batten, and we're running short of time, but, uh, you know, when God said creation is good, uh, is there potential there for a mistranslation? Can you translate those sorts of words in different ways and say it works? Well, the Hebrew is tov miod, which is translated correctly as very good. So I don't know where that idea came from that it's not translated correctly. I, I don't know of any... Hebrew scholar who would say that it should not be translated as very good. It's actually a very simple concept. Um, of course, what that means in practice is something we have to work think about. But um, but tov miod is the Hebrew, and it is correctly translated as very good. Joan from Woodenbong, I hope that answers your question. What I believe, and I'm crying because I thank you for that, because people don't want to listen. Joan, you are really affirming for me what I believe, and I thank you very much for that. Joan, thank you so much for your call. We have run out of time. I do want to just come back to this little brochure. And uh, people could say, oh, what are we doing, a hard sell on a particular brochure here? Well, it's a hard sell for something you can download free. And uh, the brochure is called The Coronavirus Catastrophe, Am I Going to Die? It's about coronavirus, and the people that you hand this tract to will read it, and uh, they will get a message that brings them to an understanding of what a virus is, how coronavirus might work and what it means uh, for their own lives as they contemplate their own mortality. Uh, the, the, vir- the, uh, the brochure itself, uh, it's available. You can download it for free. You can also go online at creation.com. You can order bulk copies. And I mentioned earlier, Don, uh, you can get a, a small number of copies, say 50 to 100 of those, uh, 20 cents each. If you want a 1,000, uh, it comes down to about 15 cents each. And you might be thinking, I can drop these around my neighborhood. I can put these in the post boxes uh, of my neighbors all over town. Uh, it's uh, What sort of uptake have you had so far, Don? I mean, it's only brand new release, isn't it? But uh, what sort of uptake yeah. have you had so far? 
Uh, yeah, pretty good. Um, I couldn't give you any figures, but yeah, pretty good. And uh, people can give us a call if they don't want to do it over the internet. They can just do it. They give it. Give a call. We've got, as I say, we've got the skeleton staff here. Mind you, they've got flesh and blood on them, not actually skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> uh, but we've got a couple of people in the office taking orders and dispatching orders and things. So uh, you'll be assured that you'll be your, your phone call can be answered. So creation.com, and if you go onto that website, you'll be able to get the phone number. Just for those that, and I do get feedback from listeners who don't have the internet and they're listening to the radio and and sometimes begging for a phone number. Uh, Don, give us a a phone number. I hope you've got one just off the top of your head here. What's the phone number people can call? I do have a phone number. So it's it's 07-3340-9888. Okay, it's 07-3340-9888. Fabulous stuff. Don Batten, the Managing Director of Creation Ministries International. Uh, Don, thanks for your great insights today. I think that's brought a real context uh, for understanding how bad things like a coronavirus can be part of a good creation. And uh, the way you explain things uh, just brings things to a real uh, great context, a great perspective. So, Don, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, all the best as you continue everything with the the uh, the production of the next Creation magazine. Uh, people can still get all of those. All the work is continuing and, uh, and uh, good to support Creation Ministries. Don, thanks for joining us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil, and thanks for the great work the vision does. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.